Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Or pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy afternoon to you, everybody. Bob Getty, Kelly Sander, and Michael Murgis were broadcasting live this afternoon from Sandersville, Mississippi at the Bocoma Casino. Glad to be back on our return engagement here. As you can hear in the background, lots of activities taking place here, Kelly. At the casino. The bells and whistles that kind of go along with the uh, ca- casino fare. And it, I'll tell you what, the traffic is always steady here at Bocoma, too, isn't it? Indeed. We're glad to be here. want to remind everybody that our opening segment every day is always sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of Southern Miss Athletics. You can enjoy their fall-off-the-bone ribs, hickory-smoked brisket, and other great items they'll cook in-house every day. And, of course, they'll cater any event for you, large or small. So we've got Ryan Griffin, who's the advertising director for Pearl River Resorts. He'll be here a little later in the show to talk to us. Also, we're going to be talking to Danny Fowler here in just a moment, member of the 1999 Southern Miss football team, and Patrick McGee from the Biloxi Sun-Herald will be joining us in just a moment. Before we get to Danny... uh, Always fun here at the uh, sports book at Bocoma. Man, this is this is a, a taste of, of Las Vegas right here in our own backyard. And of course, my favorite place to go is the sports book and kind of see, you know. And, and of course, I had to do a double take when I got the sheet today because it has the Redskins, the winless Redskins, favored to don't, beat the hapless Dolphins. Don't take the bet, Kelly. That would be my <laughs> Okay. Also, we we've got two tickets uh, to the homecoming game Saturday and two tickets to the Eagle Village. At Spirit Park, which uh, includes includes a catered meal, satellite TV, all sorts of fun. So I tell you what, we're just going to jump right into it. We're going to give away two tickets to the homecoming game and two tickets to Eagle Village to the first Eagle Hour listener that calls our studios in Laurel at 601-425-2211. Miss Sheila is there, and she'll take your call. If you're the first caller, uh, she'll get your name to us, and we're going to give you two tickets to homecoming and two tickets to Eagle Village Saturday as well, so a great way to spend the afternoon. All right, our first guest today is a member of the 1999 Southern Miss football team. I just love talking about these teams. Danny Fowler uh, was a very valuable player on a team that finished the highest-ranked Southern Miss football team in history, finished the season ranked 14th in the nation. And, Danny, are you with me? Yes, I am. Thank you guys for having me on. Hey, it's our pleasure to have you on, man. I, I want to ask you to look back. Uh, 1999, the team goes 9-3, and three, finishes 14th in the AP poll. Uh, boy, what a year. You guys beat Tulane, Northwestern State, East Carolina, Army, Cincinnati, Memphis, Louisville, and Louisiana Lafayette. And your only losses in all were close games uh, come, come at the hands of Nebraska, Texas A&M, Alabama all which were in the top 15. Great year to be a Golden Eagle, Danny. Yes, it was. Uh, and I tell you, 20 years ago, I mean, you're taking me all the way back. Those were the glory years. Um, I don't know if you all remember, but we went into that 99 season uh, feeling that we had something to prove. I mean, we lost to Tulane 
uh, in 98 uh, did not win the conference championship that year. So 1999, we had a slogan was unfinished business. So uh, we all went into summer workouts going into that 1999 season, you know, with it on our minds that we wanted to, you know, win a conference championship and also play some of those bigger schools, like you mentioned, such as the Nebraska's, the Texas A&M's, the Alabama's, just let them know uh, that, you know, Southern Miss football is here to stay. You know, uh, guys my age look back uh, with, with great memories of Southern Miss football back in those days. Danny, what, what was the key that made uh, Southern Miss such a big success back in your era of the game? Well, I will say this, and, uh, and I, I think it's kind of somewhat of the theme today, but it all starts with leadership. I mean, we went into battle uh, with our leader, Jeff Bauer, who was also my position coach. But, I mean, I know you, you can't say enough good positive things about, you know, Coach Bauer. Coach Bauer just fostered such a great uh, winning and work, work workmanship. Uh, type of uh, atmosphere down in my years in Hattiesburg. So I would attribute everything that we've accomplished uh, both on the field and off the field uh, to our head coach, Jeff Bauer. So it's homecoming coming up, Danny. You, you, how often do you get back to, to Hattiesburg? And, if, and, and when you do and take that walk around campus and see how things have changed, uh, what kind of goes through your mind? Yes, it does. Yes, it has changed. Um, I was just there this past uh, uh, summer, you know, doing some of the summer fall drills because I don't know if you all you guys know it but a lot of my old teammates uh, although we're not putting on the helmet and shoulder pads anymore most of them are either coaching college or or high school football myself I actually uh, put the zebra stripes on I'm actually a college football official so I don't get a chance to get down there much but when I do I had my middle son there with me this summer and you know, I got a chance to just walk him around campus and uh, show him spots on campus where we used to be able to drive cars, you know, right around the hub. But now it's just all, you know, walking friendly. But uh, it's just amazing to see everything they've done in the city of Hattiesburg and also to uh, the, the university. Now, when you get to do, when you get to spend time with your son walking the campus, the, the this, your stories of grandeur don't, don't get bigger as you get older, do they, Danny? I mean, you. you... <laughs> Well, you know, the, well, you, the passes you, you know, don't get longer. Yes, it's, 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 the fish, it's the fish story. You're exactly right. First, by the time it happens, you know, it's a tadpole. Then by the time you finish telling it, you know, it's actually a, a full-blown whale. But, yes, I actually took him on the field at him and Robert Stadium and showed him where I caught my first touchdown. He literally stood where I caught my first touchdown. I actually, we actually walked through Eagle Walk. So, uh, yeah, the stories. Um, they, they, they grow as the years go along where it actually didn't happen uh, that way. But as I tell them now in 2019, yes, that once 20-yard touchdown then turned into an 80-yard touchdown, yes. And, and not necessarily football, but sports in general. I think sometimes people don't understand how, for example, the people in your math class don't ever get together for homecoming. It's always your teammates and the, the relationships that were developed. What, it is, what is it about sports in general, Danny, that brings people so close together to where 40 or 50 years later they are still getting together for homecoming and sharing old times? I mean, I look at any athletic team, uh, be it football, basketball, baseball, it's just a sense of family. You know, uh, some of those guys are your brothers or your cousins or, you know, 
and you have a lot of similar interests. You know, you're going to battle with these guys for sometimes five years, and you're staying in the same dorm room with them, you're traveling with them, and you just, you know, you foster a sense of brotherhood. So I think, you know, whether it's a five-year reunion, 10-year reunion, 20-year reunion, um, it's always good to just get back. And you know, just and you kind of, like you said, reminisce about those old times back on, uh, you know, in Hattiesburg. And like I said, it's just a sense of family. That's what I think that's so such a great thing about sports. Was was your exposure to sports also kind of what brought you back into uh, refereeing, even though you now clearly are on the dark side? <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> yes, I, yes, I was told I had crossed the lines, yes, when they saw me in my stripes. <laughs> but yes, but sports is just something that has, has always intrigued me, even uh, after I left Hattiesburg and moved to New Orleans. Uh, my Saturday mornings were still centered around, you know, watching college football. And then I had a friend of mine say, hey, man, you thinking about you want to do, you know, some officiating. And just that overall love for the game, uh, that's what kind of kept me in sports. And I even have my children doing it to this day. Hey, Danny, have you ever been put in a situation where you're back calling a Southern Miss game? Well, no, unfortunately, um, there's a conflict of interest um, statement that we have to fill out every year. If, if, For example, if there's a school that's in the conference um, that you are somewhat affiliated with, being a graduate or a former player, please disclose, please disclose that. So uh, the only time I'll come back to see my uh, Golden Eagles either be as a fan or just kind of simply work a practice with a game, no, that will not uh, be the situation. Well, that, that makes sense. And look, Clarify something for our Saints fans listening around the state, uh, uh-huh. Danny. Of- officials don't go into football games uh, wanting to call it one way or another, do they? That's 100% correct. Uh, you know, my, the crew that I'm on, we actually have a slogan, there's three teams out there. You know, let us be the best team. So, no, we do not go out, you know, with a, a hidden agenda as some fans uh, may see it. But they also do have to realize we don't have the capability of watching it from a replay screen. We're actually out there uh, in live and living color. So, uh, but yeah, but yeah, to answer your question, no, there's no hidden agenda uh, in the officiating community. So, obviously, Danny doesn't work in the SEC. <laughs> All you had to do was look at that Southern Miss Tennessee game, that disaster right, right. of last year, the year before, whenever that was. Uh, we're not, we're not going to make you comment on that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, no comment. No before, comment. We let you, before we let you go, I, I look back on, on the team that's going to be honored at homecoming, uh, the 99 team, going to be honored at homecoming Saturday. You guys played some kind of schedule. You played Nebraska, Texas A&M, Alabama, Louisville, Memphis, Cincinnati, Army, East Carolina, and Tulane uh, all in the same year. It was, it was a different era of football, and uh, I'll tell you something, man. To this day, us Southern Miss guys my age, we're really proud of you guys back in those days and how well y'all represented the university. So uh, congratulations, man, and, and thanks a lot for being on the program, man. And thank you all for having me. Thank you all for having me. All right, Danny Fowler from the 1999 team. Kelly, which will be honored Saturday night at the football game. And, you know, a blink of an eye. They probably, they, they, I'm sure they look upon those that season as uh, just yesterday. You know, it's amazing how time gets on down the road. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. 
Hey, welcome back, everybody. Bob Kelly and Michael broadcasting uh, from Oklahoma Casino here in Sandersville. Always fun to be here at the casino today, no exception. Big line over at the sports book as uh, all the sheets are out and the uh, guys are over there placing their bets for the upcoming college and uh, pro football games. Look, before we get any further into the broadcast, we want to congratulate our winner, Alan Montgomery of Laurel. Uh, was the caller that won these uh, great tickets. We've got two tickets uh, to the football game Saturday night and uh, two tickets to Eagle Village, which I just realized what that is. That's very, very nice. I want to thank the casino for providing that. Ryan Griffin is the advertising director for Pearl River Resorts. And first of all, thanks so much for having us here, man. We always enjoy coming. Yeah, Bob, we're glad to have you here. We're excited. You know, we're ready to see Southern Miss play a big game Saturday. And we're uh Glad you guys could be here. And thanks so much for the great tickets. I'm sure Alan Montgomery and his family are going to have a good time. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they will. You know, it's good. Good. It's going to be a real good game. Nice weather. An exciting time. All right, Sportsbook in Mississippi. We talked a little bit about it the last time we were here, how big it's become. I saw earlier today you had a line of guys in there ready, I guess, to already place their bets. Tell our listeners, how, how big a hit has this really been? Man, it's just been a, just uh, – more than we really expected, you know. We really weren't. I don't think they expected the crowds that have shown up for the games um, to place their bets here at Bocoma and at uh, Pearl River at, at Golden Moon's uh, sports book up there. Um, you know, it, it's just a, a fun way for guys and friends, and, you know, to get together, enjoy a game a little bit more when you go put a little money on on, on a game. You know, I don't know a lot of folks that want to stay up and watch those. West Coast games at 2 o'clock in the morning, but you do when you have, you know, $10 on a game. Then it makes it more exciting, and you want to sit up and you want to watch the games. It just makes it a lot more fun. And I've been impressed at how much you guys know about sports and looking at these spreads, Ryan, but I, but something has happened. Clearly there's been a mistake made Uh-oh. because in the NFL you have the Redskins favored to beat anyone. <laughs> Albeit the hapless Miami Dolphins. The Redskins a favorite? Really? I'll definitely report that back to the sportsbook director. This is coming, this is coming. Coming from Maybe a Cincinnati Bengal fan, Ryan. If that, <laughs> it if may have been puts, an error. <laughs> if that puts it in perspective, well, we're not favored. You know, which that doesn't surprise me at all. What's can you? You may may not know the answer to this, but what is the average bet that you guys have seen a guy comes in and puts on a football game? Yeah, that I really don't know. You know, it, it's it's. I think betters are becoming more savvy after it's been a year in, um, learning a little bit more about it. So I'm sure the average bets are going up a little bit, uh, but you know. I, I, as far as giving you a, do- a dollar figure, I can't do that. Yeah. But that makes sense. So not a lot of guys like the guy I read about a couple of weeks ago that, that came in a casino and put $3.5 million on the Houston Astros. Uh, no, we don't have that <laughs> very often at all. <laughs> but, you know, they do play tonight in an elimination game, Astros and Tampa Bay, so that's going to be a good good baseball game to watch. You still have time to. I bet that guy's a little nervous. Yeah, I bet he is. <laughs> I would be. <laughs> All right, my man here, Kelly. He loves the he loves the sheets, Ryan. Great. What kind of tips can you give a guy like Kelly? Besides, pick whoever the Redskins are playing, right? And <laughs> the Bengals. It. That's it. And that, the that, those are the best. Those are the best two tips I can give you. Yeah, and, and we kind of learned too. There's there are some particular favorites around this area. Alabama gets a lot of play. Right. Auburn, Mississippi State, Southern Miss. You know, a lot of those. So. That, yeah, don't cool. bet with your heart. <laughs> right. You know, bet with your brain. That's always a good one, too. Don't, don't bet on your favorite team. <laughs> SEC in, in college sports, huge, of course, in, the, in this part of the country. 
I'm going to guess the SEC is where you see a bulk of the betting on Oh, Saturday. there's no doubt. You know, SEC is huge here. College football is huge here. Um, you know, it, anytime there's a college game going on, we, baseball's been very big, too, though, lately. Um, is that right? Yeah. The playoffs. Well, baseball has been really big. Throughout the year, actually, it's been something that folks enjoy betting on. Of all the other casino games, Ryan, here at Bocomo, which ones are the – is blackjack the most popular or is it the slots? Oh, slots are by far the most popular. Really? Just play, yeah, but we do have blackjack. We just also installed a, a digital blackjack game here where it's kind of slot-based. You can sit down in 24 hours a day and play. We have a roulette and a uh, blackjack game where you can you know, have lower – um, minimum bets, and so it's a little bit more fun. What, an easy way to learn the game if you don't know how to play roulette, don't know how to play blackjack. Yeah, and, and to each their own, you know. But I don't, I don't like the slot machines as much as I like the table games because right. in the table games, I get to decide right. what right. I get, what yeah. I get to do. And the slot machines, you're totally at the mercy of the machines. Very true. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's a little bit more, uh, you know, interaction, more human. You have the ability to to kind of create your destiny a little bit better. But odds-wise, I hear that, that craps are the, are the, is the, that's, the best odds. That's what I hear. <laughs> yep, that's right? what I hear. But you'd think with a game with those kind of odds, it wouldn't be called crap, craps. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about the traditional games of poker? Seven-card, five-card poker? Um, we don't have those here. We do have a, a large poker room, poker room up in, in Philadelphia, Silver Star, at, at Golden Moon. Is so that it's a, a very nice poker. Is that a popular? Very popular. We do uh, several poker tournaments throughout the year. Um, we've got a big one coming up in November. I'm, I can't remember the guarantee right now, but it's a, a huge um, poker tournament. We'll have hundreds and hundreds of folks come in playing. And, and so, some of the things that people don't realize at that, that the mothership, so to speak, in Philadelphia, right. is that you guys have all types of uh, shows from, from live concerts to, you know. Yeah, we do. We have several concerts coming up. Um, we have di- great dining options. We have uh, a spa, salon, a uh, couple of swimming pools. We have two great golf courses if you're a golfer, Dance Rapid Golf Club, which is a great place to go up, you know, and guys weekend, go hang out the sports book, which one of our deals up there right now is if you go place a $50 bet, we give you a $30 round of golf at Dancing Rabbit. So, I mean, this is one of the top courses in the country. You can play for 30 bucks. If you would do with just a $50 bet, and you got your chance to win your money back, too. So. Well, that's, that's a no-lose situation, seems to me. And you told me the casino here in Sandersville, 24-7. 24-7. Doors never shut. No, we don't close. No, sir. Holidays and all. Holidays and all. 365. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Come on in and, and have a good time. You know, the thing, too, that, uh, that I think people over, overlook about casinos like, like Bocoma where we're at today not only provides a lot of entertainment for people, but you guys provide a lot of jobs for people. And I think sometimes that kind of gets overlooked. But the casino industry and, and your casinos are a part of that, obviously. You provide a lot of employment for a lot of people. Definitely. That's definitely true. And there's always, you know, encourage anybody to check out our, our website at BocomaCasino.com or ProResort.com and check our employment opportunities because we're always looking for good folks. Um, but, yeah, we have... Roughly uh, 2,000 employees between um, both properties up there and down here, and it's uh, it, it, it really does provide uh, an economic impact. Definitely and, economic impact. No question. And and even though it's not a guarantee for employment, you guys actually teach 
uh, dealing classes. We do. We have about, about four times a year. We have a free dealer school. And like you said, it's not a guaranteed job, but you know, when we're looking for dealers, of course, that's where we're going to pick from. Uh, but yeah, about four times a year, and you can check that out on our, our site as well. We try to advertise it. But um, yeah, you can go and uh, take a free dealer school, learn how to deal blackjack and dice and, and roulette, and then you have a, a job skill. That you know, and, and normally those classes are not free. So exactly. The, so the fact that you guys offer them, yeah, for we're free one of the few that offer them for yeah, free. That's exactly. pretty cool. Well, we know too that, that Pearl River and Bocoma and casinos around the country. You guys invest a lot of money back into the communities. You put a, a lot of money into into charity and, and activities yeah, well, in your community. Right. We just did a, a big fundraiser for the American Cancer Society since October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month and raised over thirteen thousand dollars. It went back to the American Cancer Society between the, the properties. So, yeah, that's just one option, one, one something that we've done uh, recently. Now, you're a West Jones guy, and Todd Elsey here is a South Jones guy. We're not going to have any trouble between you two. Here, we'll, just, we'll rumble outside after. Uh, <laughs> well, South Jones, I never really put up much of a fight anyway. Do, do not not this year, unfortunately. <laughs> you know. No comment. Uh, Ryan, what is the bet of the week? <laughs> I haven't even sat down to we, look. We just told you. Just take the, the Redskins. The Redskins. <laughs> take the Redskins opponent. There you go. Oh, yeah, take the Redskins, <laughs> Redskins opponent. Would you like to know mine? Southern. Yeah, let's see. All right, on the college side, there's two that I really like. Now, remember, this is a, a demonstrator. This is, you know, I'm not necessarily very good at this, but I like West Virginia at home against Iowa State. Now, I'm a Cyclone. I went to Iowa State. But West Virginia is at home getting ten and a half points. So I'm, okay. Iowa State might win the game, but I think West Virginia would cover. And the Florida Gators are getting twelve and a half at, I like Bat- that. at Baton Rouge. I like that. Yeah. Don't you think that's a lot? I mean, LSU's good, but I, you know. And the Golden Eagles are giving up three and a half points against North Texas. No, that's what I'm saying. We're giving three and a half points away to North Texas. How do you like that? Well, that's a tough one. I just don't, man. I, man, I just, I would, as they say in the business. Ryan said, "Don't bet with your heart." I would lay off that game bet if, with I, your head. if you don't feel comfortable about it. And look, there's, it's okay that it's Southern Miss and North. I just don't feel good about it. How about I think Michael's, Southern Miss will win, but I don't know that you know. How about Michael Chicago Bears? Where are they, guys? The Bears? Uh, let's see. I don't know. Well, all right, we've got a break. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. We're going to get. Uh, Caught up with Patrick McGee for the Biloxi Sun Herald. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you being on, man. Appreciate we'll be you back more from Bocoma Casino. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Bob Getty, Kelly Sander with you from uh, Bocoma Casino here in Sandersville. 
Michael Murga is with us also producing all this new equipment we have. Michael, everything, you got everything going? I guess so. Can anyone hear us? Yeah, if somebody can hear us, we know Michael's getting the job done. As Pink Floyd used to say, is anybody out there? I said that, I've said that every day in my radio career. <laughs> All right, glad to be here in uh, Sandersville at this great facility. Always a lot of fun to come here to Bocoma, and uh, we really appreciate these folks having us down here. We'll do a little more with Ryan uh, toward the end of the show, kind of update you on some activities taking place here at the casino. But first, let's go down to the Gulf Coast. Patrick McGee, the professor from the Biloxi Sun-Herald. Patrick, it's homecoming weekend, and what a big football game for the Golden Eagles. Yeah, I mean, this is the biggest game of the season, uh, conference-wise. I mean, uh, it seems like the West Division kind of comes down to this one. I know Louisiana Tech uh, could potentially have a big say in all this, but uh, Southern Miss, North Texas, this is a game that everybody's understood that the kind of the West Division goes through this game, and it goes through Hattiesburg. What do you look for? Uh, I know North Texas has been a little bit of a disappointment, uh, having lost three games, but... Patrick, it seems to be whenever you have a quarterback the caliber of Mason Fine, you have a chance to win every game you play. Yeah, it's uh, Mason Fine has played well this season. His touchdown numbers aren't up there, you know, and his completion percentage is down slightly. But he's also played a bunch of good teams in, in California and SMU and uh, teams like that. So uh, I expect Mason Fine to be every bit the player we've seen uh, the last two years, uh, Saturday night. He's He's healthy and throwing the ball well. And, uh, he's kind of had Southern Miss's number uh, up to this point. And, uh, that's you know Southern Miss is sitting here on the three-game losing streak against Mean Green. And a big reason is that is Mason Fine and uh, Tim Billings, the Southern Miss defense coordinator, said this week that he believes uh, Fine is an NFL quarterback. And if you look at a lot of the uh, quarterbacks who've taken er- been taken early in the draft or having success in the NFL, I mean he. He said he thinks he's a better quarterback than, uh, or a better thrower, I should say, uh, than Russell Wilson. Uh, so I, I, you know, I think everybody kind of holds Mason Fine in high regard. All right, Patrick, we're here at the right, not a stone's throw over here from the Bocoma Sportsbook. Southern Miss minus three and a half. I know you're not a betting guy. I get that, but mm. if you were a, 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 just a guy off the street and you had to go one way or the other with Southern Miss giving up three and a half. How would you play it? Uh, well, I, I think I would take Southern Miss to cover. I, I predicted a 41-35 uh, score whenever I put out my uh, projections for conference play uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, and if you go back and look at my score for the UTEP game, it wasn't, I wasn't that far off. I think I had it at 38-14 and ended up being 31-13. So uh, I would think it's going, we're going to see a fair amount of points. Uh, but, yeah, I would take it at, at you know, at, uh, I would take Southern Miss to cover. Well, you're worried at all, Patrick, about the uh, vulnerability that the Southern Miss defensive backfield has shown uh, coming into the game when you got a kid like Fine throwing the football around? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the part that you're most worried about if you're Southern Miss. Uh, can that secondary step up and play well? Uh, you know, when, it, when they've been challenged this season by, say, uh, Mississippi State, Troy, and, and Alabama, they've, they haven't played well. Uh, you know, the other games you can kind of point to, they didn't really get challenged all that much. But uh, North Texas with a couple of good receivers and a really, really good quarterback, uh, this is whenever we find out this secondary can kind of hold up in conference play. Uh, because if it starts to play well and the defense kind of steps up this game uh, here in the next few weeks, that's what puts Southern Miss in position to win a conference championship. 
Uh, I think Southern Miss is going to be able to score points, but if defensively they can't slow slow a team down like North Texas, uh, they may have some bumps in the road here in the in near future. But yeah, this is this is a critical game to, uh, for this defense in that secondary. Well, and, and, and so much has been made about uh, defense, but yet if, if your projection of a 41 to 35 score, uh, you know, comes comes anywhere close, obviously that's a lot of numbers for two teams who normally championships are won with, with defense. Is, is this a matter of a team um, uh, winning or losing a game or one simply outscoring the other? Uh, well, it's, I think it's going to be like a shootout. I think it'll be outscoring the other team. Uh, uh, North Texas, uh, North Te- the North Texas defense hasn't been that great early in the year. They've, they've given up some yardage on the ground. And I'm just waiting for the Southern Miss uh, Russian attack to kind of break through. I, I've liked, you know, little things I've seen here and there, uh, the Michael Harris and Kevin Perkins, and I think it, you know at any game now they can kind of uh, put together a couple. You know they can maybe get close to 100 yards both. So I think this is a game to where maybe you see Harris and Perkins start to break free, and, and uh, that Southern Miss ground game to get going. And I expect uh, Jack Abraham to be as sharp as he has all season. So I think the Southern Miss offense is going to be there, and I think Mason Fine is going to make sure this team uh, can keep pace with Southern Miss. So I think we'll see a high-scoring game on Saturday. You know, Patrick, we were talking yesterday. It's a unique opportunity for sports fans. I think there are 25 players in Division One quarterbacks that are nominated for the Unitas Award, and two of those kids are playing uh, playing Saturday night. So, I mean, if you like college football and, and you like passing and you like excellent quarterback play, this may be the only matchup all year where you've got two of those guys uh, on the field at the same time. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. In Conference USA, I mean, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there will be some other matchups uh, in other conferences, but far and away in Conference USA, Southern Miss and, and North Texas, I think are the two best conferences. Louisiana takes play pretty well. Uh, I probably ignored FAU there a little bit, but the depth of, of, of offensive talent in Conference USA this year is down for some strength reasons. Uh, you're just not seeing great production out of some teams that you expected. Uh, so, yeah, this is to me, this is going to be the most entertaining offensively uh, uh, entertaining game offensively in Conference USA this season. It's obviously the, the two best quarterbacks. So I think this is going to be a well-played game that, you know, maybe the one team that finally makes one or two mistakes is the one that kind of uh, takes the loss. So uh, whoever whoever gets the best play out of the quarterback and is able to establish the run uh, the best, I, you know, North, we can't ignore the fact that North Texas has a really good ground game as well. Uh, with Siggers and DeAndre Torrey, uh, a couple of really good running backs. DeAndre Torrey really uh, gave Southern Miss problems last year, three rushing scores. But that was late in the game whenever the Southern Miss defensive started to kind of wear down. Uh, the Southern Miss, the, we may talk about, you know, that secondary versus fine, but maybe the most important thing is, is actually just making fine kind of win the game for North Texas because if they got a mix of fine and that ground game, that could be problems. That could pose problems for Southern Miss. So if passing is your thing, you want to go to the game. If passing out is your thing, our tailgate party's where you want to be. No, <laughs> no I, I kid. We'll, we'll be no at the alcohol at the, that, at the that's correct. That's correct. Hey, uh, but when you look at the, the, the betting sheets here at Bocoma Casino, the over-under on this, 58-and-a-half. So if Patrick is anywhere close yeah. in his prediction, you'd want to bet the over on this game. And that 58-and-a-half compared to other college games is, is right about the middle of the road, maybe just a tick on the higher side of the over-under, but if Patrick's projecting 70-some points, you know, I think I think you've convinced me, Patrick, I'm going to put my mortgage 
on the over on this game. So no sure, pressure. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go yeah right I would ahead. take I like the over that. on that. I would take the over on that. All right, Patrick. Before we run out of time, I got to ask you: What? How would? Does this does this ring a realistic bell to you? Super Bowl Sunday: The New England Patriots versus the New Orleans Saints. Well, if if I had money to pick on who's going to be in the Super Bowl, I think that's what I would go with. As well, the Saints have played across the board and without Drew Brees and. Uh, that defense has just gotten better by the week, and uh, they really frustrated Jameis Winston and Tampa offense when they just laid it up against the Rams the week before. So I think we're seeing a Saints defense that could maybe be up there with the best unit in the, in the league, and whenever you get Drew Brees back, uh, that's going to be interesting. And Teddy Bridgewater's played great. I mean, he's uh, maybe making a case for him uh, himself as heir apparent next season with Drew Brees. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's a very, very, very probable Super Bowl, I would think, at this point. Uh, the Patriots, so what you know, happens, Patrick? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Vince, you thought. I'm sorry, man. No, no, it is fine. Go ahead. So what happens if the Saints win every game down the line with Bridgewater and they're playing red hot and Drew Brees is healthy to come back on the field? They still go to Drew Brees. Uh, I mean, he's. He's the guy they're paying the big bucks to, and, and Drew has done nothing to lose his job. Uh, it's still Drew Brees' team. Uh, you got to put him out there and let him go. Now, if he goes out there and struggles, you know, or, or just isn't quite right, I, you know, you may not have a choice at some point to just put Bridgewater back in. Uh, but, you know, Bridgewater's play gives the Saints that freedom to just kind of wait until Brees is fully healthy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's right. Drew Brees is the Saints quarterback, and once he's healthy, he'll be in there. But we, but we don't be so quick to crown the Patriots as AFC champs because, after all, they still have another two games with the Jets, a game with the Dolphins, and a game with Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, Boy, I those mean, Patriots they, they, have got a tough schedule, don't they? Yeah, it's pretty much a joke. You're hurling to see. I mean, they just—I don't know who drew it up this year, but that was just a pathetic schedule they put together for the Patriots. It does get a little tougher in the second oh. half, but the first half is just cakewalk. Cake yeah, the second half of the season, they play two teams over 500, you know. <laughs> hey, Patrick, we always enjoy our conversations with you, man, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you this weekend at homecoming. All right, have a good one. Patrick McGee, everybody, from the Biloxi Sun-Herald as our live broadcast from Bocoma Casino continues. We'll bring Ryan Griffin back on the set when we get back, so stay with us. The Eagle Hour continues from Bocoma Casino right after this. To the top. Welcome back. Glad you're with us. We're back on the air. We're at Bocoma Casino in Sandersville, and we've got Ryan Griffin back with us, who is the advertising director for Pearl River Resorts. And uh, again, man, I first of all want to thank you for having us down. 
I want to thank you for giving away the uh, great uh, gift of, of uh, tickets and uh, uh, meals and all kinds of fun stuff. And I'm sure Alan Montgomery wants to thank you as well since he's the winner. So talk to us a little bit uh, in the time that we have left uh, about Sportsbook and where you see it going. I mean, it's, it's obviously had a great start, but where does it go from here, Ron? And including technology. Yeah, sure. Right. Well, one of the things, you know, that we've just put online this year, and we were the first in the state to offer this, is the, um, the digital uh, the phone app. So we do have a phone app. It's PRR Sports. You can go on, on your app store and download it. Uh, you can look at all your lines at home, check out you know the bets that you want to make. Of course, you have to be on property to place those bets. And you just go and create you an account. You know, you get your player's card, create an account at the cage, put your money on there, and then you place your bets, and it loads when you walk in the door. So you always see, you know, keep up with your, your bets, and then whenever you're ready to cash out, you cash out. You can you know, put it in for the whole season. And go back and forth, and then when you get done at the end of the season, you know, cash out, you're, you're winning. Now, this is going to kind of sound like a stupid question because I know Big Brother's always watching, but how does how would your phone, how would you, how would anybody know whether you were on campus or not? Yeah, well, it's geolocated. It's got to be on our Wi-Fi, so you have to be in the buildings. So there's only, the only way it works is when you're on our Wi-Fi through, a, through geo-targeting. And, and do we ever foresee in the future, probably yes, huh, that, that we would get to a point where you could sit at home in your recliner and, and bet on y'all's? I know the state legislature has already probably talked about it. I think it came up last session, and uh, you know it's, it's very possible you could see that coming down the line a few years from now. But, but, it, but even if it doesn't pass, we know that the legislature always has our best our best Absolutely, interests in mind, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, one of the things we are introducing up north is this crystal betting terminals, and we're putting a few units in at, at both Silver Star and Golden Moon in different areas, and they kind of look like slot machines, um, but you can sit there and pick the games you want to watch. So you might want to watch a baseball game tonight. You could watch the Astros. You can watch one of the Thursday night college games. NFL Maybe game tonight. An NFL game tonight, hockey game. You could have all that on there. You know, you create the individual bets you want, create your own parlay cards off of it. And then while you're watching the game, we have live in-game betting. And that's coming on the next couple of weeks up there, and then hopefully we'll be able to get some machines down here in the future. Uh, but that's, that's as far as technology, that's the way things are going, where you sit there on your own little screen and watch your games that you want to watch and place your bets. Man, this would be a, a, a real man cave, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be a serious man cave. So, so the the – evolution of, of sports book we haven't seen the end of it in Mississippi have oh, I don't we? think so at all I mean it's just going to keep growing and making it more interesting more fun you know like I said the in game betting that's that, that there are so many different things you can do with that that we just can't offer at a, at a traditional terminal you know that you're going to be able to have fun with. And, and people who might not understand the term in game betting what they mean by that is, is once the game has already started Bets within the game. Yeah, you can bet on who's going to lead at halftime, who's going to score the first touchdown. Who's yeah. going? I mean, it's amazing. I don't know how in depth we're getting with ours right now, right. but you know, there's some you can bet on the coin flip. You know, I think in Super Bowl, <laughs> you can bet on is it going to be heads or tails? Who's going to win? Now, and now, if you do the, that, the coin toss. You yeah. might want to ask yourself, do you have a problem? Right? <laughs> if you're betting on the coin what, flip, what are the rush yards for the first quarter? You know, right, the rushing right. yards yeah. for a certain team in the first yeah. quarter. over under. Yeah. 
So, you know, those, those are some of the types of in-game bets. Now, again, I'm not sure exactly what uh, the extent that we're going to go with it, but those are the types of things people do and offer, yeah. Well, it's fascinating stuff, my man, and we really appreciate uh, you letting us come up here and share this with you. I think we got a couple of more times we're coming, so we're, uh, we always look forward to being here. Yeah, I think we got one in November, one in December already yeah. in the book. You so guys are always very kind to us, and we always appreciate the hospitality. Great. Thank you, guys. Okay, Enjoyed Ryan it. Griffin, everybody, is the Advertising Director for Pearl River Resorts, and we, again, thank Ryan very much, not only for the tickets and uh, the Eagle Village stuff we could give away, but for having us here. All right, tomorrow we have a two-hour edition of the show from 4th Street Bar and Grill. Michael, are you good about tearing all of this complex stuff down and setting it back up tomorrow? We'll talk about that. <laughs> Man, the red carpet's being rolled out tomorrow, Bob, with the who's who yeah. of Southern Miss alumni are coming in tomorrow. Kelly, I'm counting 8, 9, 10, 11 different things, 12 different things here that Michael has hooked up with all of our new gear. So if Michael were to get sick between now and tomorrow, can I rely on you to get all this set up for me? You're breaking up. The cell yeah. signal's bad. By the way, I'm off the last week of this month, too, so you better find somebody who can figure it out. Yeah, speaking I, of we, technology, we need, yeah. We need to get started on that tutorial here pretty quickly because as I look at it, I get kind of dizzy just looking at all the while. But if everything works the way it's supposed to, among our guests tomorrow, Athletic Director Jeremy McLean. Looking forward to that. want to thank again, want to thank Ryan Griffin and the good folks here from Bocoma Casino in Sandersville for having us up. Uh, always a pleasure. Looking forward to coming back. Until tomorrow at 1 o'clock, Southern Miss to the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Talk Mississippi Media Production.